0: Uh, so we have, I added some, some decor to this room.
1: Right, let's start with the obvious. There is a great big fucking bucket on the <laughs> table. Yeah. It says BSG Handcraft. Mm-hmm. Um. This looks like something to do with brewing because it has an airlock on top. Do you think that's a really
0: bad uh, Lovecraft pun? Handcraft? BSG Handcraft instead of HP Lovecraft. I mean... Like, someone really failed. <laughs> like, they, did, they didn't realize how many letters were
1: before Lovecraft. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is terrifying that there's a picture of a baby...
0: Oh, that is a really...
1: Sc- yeah. ...trying to reach into the bucket, and it, it just says, no, don't... It's kind of, yeah, trying to swim and... Right. But because the, the leg... One of the legs doesn't look like it's attached right so it looks like someone's pushing the baby
0: <laughs> yeah into yeah. the bucket so right so really what it's and there's a there's a crossover it so it's saying like don't push babies into, <laughs> into this bucket. bucket yeah right it's
1: like, a pretty big bucket like it would happily fit a baby
0: six and a half gallons i
1: mean i don't know if it would be happy Ooh. to be honest I, did you see that i did see that bubble yes coming out of the airlock
0: that's exciting that's, so what i was hoping for some some live action here what's in the bucket? So, uh, we brewed a Celtic red ale mm. uh, last week, last weekend. And um, when yeah, you say
1: so we, do you mean you?
0: Uh, my friend Chuck and I Ah, brewed. Um, so, it'll be just in time for St. Patrick's Day.
1: Oh, that's exciting.
0: Green bottle caps. Let's What's that? <laughs> that... Oh, this is kind of
1: fun. Watch this. Ooh. Is that good for the beer?
0: No. <laughs> no.
1: I mean, it's fine. You're, currently, Ian is prodding the top of the bucket, and it's making the airlock uh, look uncomfortable. Jump. <laughs> um, and there are bubbles going everywhere. You.
0: Well, it's a good way to test that you have a seal, right? Anyway, <laughs> it's also fine. I could, I could just stare. At, like when it's bubbling in the first day. Yeah. I like Katie worries about me because I just like stare at it. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Science chemistry i get so excited about just watching it go yeah it's fun that's pretty cool yeah um
1: it's in an inconvenient place i suppose you've got it in here for the heat yes
0: yeah yep um yeah i'm excited because it's a much simpler recipe (laughs) than the last last one one (laughs) i tried that you added like an oak to and yeah yeah this is just a single fermentation so um in so it's been a week. So after another week we will bottle it and mm. um, two weeks after that we'll be ready to drink. So oh, it's wow. one month total. Four weeks. Four weeks total that's instead cool. of three months of pain and suffering and Yeah. Yeah. And then opening it and <clears throat> yeah, that's the pain. That's where the pain comes in was like, <laughs> okay, it's kind of beer. Yeah. It tastes good, but it yeah, not yeah. carbonated. If it was it might bestie. be. Might be, maybe it's today. Mm, we'll yeah. Try it. After the after the intermission. Right.
1: We will grab ourselves another beer. We are currently drinking Irish coffee. Right. I was surprised to walk in and find that you'd already started drinking. Well, it is currently... I explained myself. (laughs) 10.42am.
0: Well, I mean, UTC, it's three... Anyway. um, Yeah, so I tried the... We try to keep milk in the house for Matt because he likes milk with his tea. That's true. And... uh, we failed at that because I gave it a little sniff this morning. I was like, "Oh, that's not that's not good to drink." <laughs> so I poured that down the drain. I was like, "Oh man, I want to make coffee though." And um, like oh, I really like cream in my coffee. Wait a second, <laughs> we have some cream hanging out with some whiskey in a bottle. Yep. Um. So yeah, pulled out the Baileys. Actually, the first yeah the first bottle of Baileys was also expired. <laughs> <laughs> There was like probably a sixth of it left. And I was like, oh, man, which what? I don't think it actually expires, but it's like Best Buy. I was like, oh, right. yeah, like, eh, we have another bottle. I don't want to, you know, the best for our guests. Yeah. none of this rotten stuff. So I got the new bottle. You mm-hmm. are on the
1: extra aged. Mm. No, no, bottle no, no. of Baileys. No, I didn't. Oh, you just pulled that out.
0: Yeah. Oh wow.
1: Yeah. Um. Cool. Fancy. Very good. So I walked over here. <clears throat> it is the coldest day on record since 1957. Is that true? This is <laughs> oh my god! This is what my wife told me as I left.
0: <laughs> well, I my iPhone told me yesterday um, that it was the wind chill last night was negative 26 degrees. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, uh, like I did the thing where I kind of like open an app and like go back to it. Like, so it doesn't notice that I'm, like, like, I looked away and looking back to see if it, like, changed. Okay. It's a little trick I do with my iPhones. <laughs> That's, I mean. I- iPhones? That sounds great. My singular iPhone. <laughs> um, but it was still the same. That was a, that was a real value. It yeah. did not change. It's
1: pretty sad. Mm-hmm. Walking over here was very cold.
0: Yeah, I bet. Uh, yeah. So, you filled up Trello with about uh, 300... And- 17 cards right as far thing, as I can tell things I want to talk about uh, most of them making absolutely no sense well there is one that should make sense which
1: is your experiences with the uber pool
0: oh yeah that's yeah okay um <laughs> so yeah so uber pool is a service where um you get an uber but it usually takes a little longer t- for them to get there because there's fewer cars that do uber pool Right. Um, and then when you get in, you are, there might be someone already in the car or you might be the first person and then other people can request a ride. That's kind of, they, they say it's going to be somewhat on the way or whatever, like en route to where you're going. Right. The idea is that you pay a f- fixed cost and then
1: they can do whatever they want with you.
0: <laughs> right. They, to, yeah. To get you there. Yeah. So it'll say like $13 or $10, or whatever. And then... But then everyone who gets in on the way will pay their own rate. And then, yeah, they'll be going somewhere else. But you still pay that ad- original rate. So right. if you get lucky and no one else gets in, then you like, cool, I just got a cheaper Uber. Right. In um, the worst case, <laughs> you get multiple pickups and drop offs on the way that are kind of out of the way. And then your half an hour turned into an hour and a half. Right. Or whatever. Um and you pay the same as you would have if no one would have gotten on. So it's it's a risk. Yeah. Um, but you said you, you got into this Uber pool
1: yeah. and he started going and he was asking you yeah, if you could was, pick people up.
0: I don't know if he was pranking me like he wanted to just like make someone feel like a king for a day or what. But I got in and I was the first person and I was commuting to Brookline, which is uh, eh, probably a... 45 minute drive like when there's no traffic right um maybe a little less but yeah this was you know rush hour basically so um but i've been taking the bus and two trains i was like ah, i kind of just want to take the uber like even uber pool would be better than the buses and the train and right. all that stuff so it's like i'm gonna try it out and then i get in the car and the guy's like so uber pool and like i had already requested uber pool you have to you know, do it in the app first. You have to like commit to Uber Pool, right? Um, and then, but I got anything. And he asked me again. He's like Uber Pool, and I was like, Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I click. So yeah, <laughs> you know, I know what I signed up for. It's like right. Feels almost like Chipotle saying like, you know, guacamole is extra. It's like yes, yeah, Uber Pool, yep. <laughs> or, um, or your barista is going to come with <laughs> some disease, <laughs> right? Um. Yeah. So I said, yeah, confirmed, and then. He was like, Yeah, so if, if someone, you know, requests, then we'll pick them up. I'm Like, yes. Right. <laughs> yes. I read I read the FAQ. I know. Yes. Thank you. Um, like assuming that, yeah, of course, like this is what I've signed up for. Right. So we pick up someone, um, kind of out of the way, really. And um we're halfway to dropping her off and we got another request, and he asked again, he like looked back and said, Do you want to take the Uber pool? I was like, i guess i'm in charge um no (laughs) no don't pick him up it's like okay i was like what why does so that's the point when i i think i realized that the the uh monetization kind of scheme here like this guy had no incentive apparently for picking more people up right like I mean, he he did seem like he was like, well, you got to get to work, right? And I was like, yeah, I got, yeah, I mean, yeah, eventually. Um, but like, he was just it, it mattered not to him. He was right. just like, yeah, we can pick someone up or not, like, and whatever. <laughs> like, maybe he doesn't understand what's <laughs> happening. Right. Exactly. <laughs> either 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 he has no idea how his own job works, right? Or Uber is just um, not directly you know compensating the driver for that specific ride they're just like giving like i'm sure they're in some sort of promotion phase because uber is a funded company that they can just like. i mean that would
1: be insane though
0: if they were just paying a salary (laughs) yeah i don't know yeah maybe not a salary but like a you know just just a flat rate for the length of how much driving they're doing oh right rather than rather than how many people are actually getting in huh i don't know yeah Otherwise, why would they, why would he choose to be an Uber pool driver? Cause he's just going to get paid less. Like, especially if he asks people, like, <laughs> do you want to pick anyone up? Like,
1: the first person who gets in is, is basically his boss,
0: right? Like what's, what's the analogy here? Like, do you want me to make money today? Like looking at some random person, like at your job and like, Hey, should I get a paycheck today? Yeah. And they how do you respond to that? Um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Or like every time a waiter comes up to you and it's like, do you mind if I serve this other table? <laughs> and you're like, mm, actually no, I'd prefer yeah, we want, it.
0: We want the best service here. Yeah. I'd prefer it if you just serviced. Right. We'll tip table. you the same. Yeah. Like we'll tip you the same, <laughs> like pretty much the same. Yeah. Like we're not going to tip you double if you focus on us. Right. But yeah, we'll give you a little, maybe another dollar. <laughs> yeah. Um, So, but I've heard that that is not the case in general for Uber pool. So I think I got kind of a fluke. Yeah. The other stories
1: I've heard is the exact opposite where they don't care what anyone in the car thinks. They're going to cram as many people into it as (laughs) possible.
0: Go, 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 go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like people are barrel rolling out. Like the car's still
0: moving. (laughs) Yeah. Here's your stop. A little bit of sunshine. It's like, the car's moving. Go, go, go. Get in, get in. (laughs) Yep. Um. Yeah, that's good. (laughs)
1: Um, I've noticed something about... I'm going to preface this with, I don't do anything for this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't upload anything. I don't do any of the very minimal editing that happens. I actually...
0: Yeah, I actually just had Matt record um, his, like, all the words in the dictionary. And I actually (laughs) have sequenced all of this. You just type it out. So it's really just me. Yeah. Yeah. and yeah, I've just been working really hard on the software to to make my, it sound British and my disembodied and voice.
1: Yeah. Like w- when we had that <laughs> user feedback that was, you need to make sure Matt gets up on the mic. All you did was like bump up the volume <laughs> Yeah, yeah. for the sequence. Oh,
0: this is such a sad like <laughs> picture really... of me like talking to myself <laughs> like, <laughs> and like that. I'm typing, like I'm typing the words that you would say, like as the, as the episode's going, <laughs> okay. I'm like typing in real time, like, okay, yeah. go, go, go. And then, then he says this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's Pull, pulling yeah. the little strings.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a weird visual. That's amazing. And like every week the podcast is released and Matt sitting back in his house. Oh no. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I did a good job. I'm just
0: <laughs> drinking Bailey's at 9:30, and or, <laughs> oh, that's almost 11. And, you know, look at staring at my giant bucket of beer and just like <laughs> and by myself. Empty seat in front of you. Yeah. Oh, that is, that's really sad. Oh. Uh, Sorry, I, mean, I mean, that would be sad if it were true. It's not sad because it's not true. <clears throat> anyway. What do you want to say now, Matt?
1: So, the thing I've noticed is that the episode descriptions have been getting longer and longer. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is. Interesting to me, like the first, yeah. the first episode. I think the description literally says where Matt and Ian are finding their way. <laughs> yeah, and then it's your ne- effort next episode. Like we're slowly moving towards a full transcript. Like the, <laughs> not the, even that slowly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, The latest description was basically every point we touched.
0: Yeah, is that in I mean, a that is Too much. Hmm. I okay. Let me try to try to justify this uh so i try to give the episode mostly a listen through right <laughs> <laughs> this is these are my editing secrets i mostly <laughs> listen to it okay um uh, last time maybe i didn't listen to the whole thing but like i like I, I pop in like i'll forward i'll go like okay we talked about this for 10 minutes so i'll forward fast forward a little bit and figure out the next point and um why do i do this though I I think there's some part of me that wants to be able to search these, like search a topic, oh, okay, or some bit of a topic, um, and be like, when did we talk about that? And yeah, get yeah. to that. Um,
1: I wonder if we could start doing like the Arrested Development thing.
0: The Arrested Development thing.
1: Like they'll say next time on Arrested Development, and then they'll oh they'll like have this full thing that has nothing to do with the next episode. <laughs> nice. I wonder if we can have a description that you know, yeah, where, you know, Matt and Ian talked about you know the rate of tree growth.
0: Yep. In you know, something we would talk about different yeah. continents. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's probably it's probably a moot thing to do because. Um, the technology is already here to make transcripts of things, right? Um, I mean, when I mean, it's we terrible. To, we might have to say like, okay, there's a you know Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh English and a British English person. <laughs> yeah. We have uh, to we have to warn right. whatever's listening. Yeah. Um yeah. Well, my point being it's not like data is going to be lost. Like that's cause that's what I think I get really obsessed with like thinking way into the future. Right. Which is probably not a thing. <laughs> not like healthy. Yeah. But I like worry about just like data like going away and uh, being able to open files in the in the you know these old formats. Yeah. Twenty years from now, will <laughs> anyone know what an MP3 is? Uh, um, <laughs> when when we're I'm getting like, nervous, just talking about it. I better when we're no longer
1: you know big celebrities and we have to look back on our golden years.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just constantly listening to repeats yeah. of. We might already be there because. We don't have a sponsor this week. Oh. So we're already looking back to our... That's embarrassing. ...almost profitable, you know, times. I mean,
1: I've never... Let's be (laughs) clear, I've never tried to get us a sponsor. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I've
0: really been the sales team, I guess, so uh, far.
1: I guess I'm really not that disappointed. (sighs) Huh. Interesting. I mean, I I can try and do more. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need two
0: for next week to catch up so two two could, sponsors you could work on that okay i'll okay. guess
1: us two sponsors for next week cool i'll add it to my to-do list <laughs> <laughs> uh, talking about the uh like
0: it's still like the idea that i'm, I'm typing all this is to make you say it <laughs> and like it's uh, all my uh, to-do list right like that's the yeah. joke is that I'm like if my list is just keep growing it's like i'll add it to my to-do list to make yeah. you feel better
1: but now but now Thanks, it's Matt. now it's an even more difficult task because now you have to call the people and type out. What I would say. <laughs>
0: right. It's like, oh, I don't have that word. I gotta find that word. Yeah. That Matt oh, I haven't used that word yet. You're gonna have
1: to like cut up yeah bigger words to get the syllables.
0: <laughs> wow, I yeah, I've actually done that before. Put it together. Fisher Price, man. Miss <laughs> sippy. So this might be interesting. So Fisher Price, um working there Uh, I've talked about it a little bit before, but this just reminded me of one aspect of it was the chips, uh, the microchips in these toys are so tiny, like physically, but also the amount of memory they have to store data and sound Mm. was so amazingly small that um, you had to be very clever with editing. Okay. So... Oh, think so of a good example here. Um, so you had to like cut audio together from oh, other bits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So what would happen is. All right. So logically, when you like press a button on a toy and it speaks a phrase. Right. Like logically, you're like, oh, yeah, that's probably like a single audio file. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe people don't think about it at all. But <laughs> like you might be like, oh, that's right. probably just playing a, a, an audio file. Yeah. Um, and some of them are. But for the for the really like space constrained space constrained chips, um, we would have to share bits of words. Yeah. So you would have this like playlist that you would build. Oh, wow. And not a playlist like, oh, this is an hour long, but like, no, like each each playlist is a word or a phrase that right. plays multiple files. Yeah. The most extreme, like when it got the most extreme, you are like, oh, we just need we. Like we need twenty phrases, but we have a kilobyte. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the most extreme version, you would actually share consonants. Oh wow! So you would you would have to make everything sound like okay and share this s sound that is kind of a long s. Yeah. Because that's like oh, that's almost a second. Like that's a lot of space. So we need to share that s across these words. Right. Um,
1: <laughs> I wonder.
0: Yeah. I wonder if super that's... interesting.
1: I wonder if you could automate that. Like you could record yeah. someone speaking and you could analyze and look through for shared. Yeah. Shared sounds like this is close enough that we could merge them together.
0: Yeah, I'm sure I could get you close. Um right. there's a there's a lot of work and still work there I'm sure to make the the phrases sound like when you were, when we recorded people we would have to have a bunch of takes ending on different um what do you call them? intonations intonations yeah, yeah. so it's the same word we would have the eh? like a question version yeah like and down a, and and oh, a straight one because yeah once you start combining these words like yeah it I might mean, you, make no sense like the intonation can make absolutely no sense right
1: you hear it when you like ask anything to screen read
0: oh yeah yeah like it yep.
1: it totally sometimes gets the intonation yeah completely I mean, wrong. mean it's
0: a really hard problem yeah um it's pretty complicated um so that part, I think, would, like, at least for now, still needs, like, the human the human touch to really yeah. make that sound, you know. It's interesting. I legit. heard
1: about um, this uh, Samantha West, mm. which is a um, robot for, uh, like, telesales calls. Okay. And I forget which company she was for, but she uh, basically would make these calls. Yeah. And... The thing that was really creepy about her was she would insist she wasn't a robot.
0: Yes. Okay. Was this... (laughs) Oh, man. I saw this or I heard about this somewhere. Was it like a blog post or something? Yeah. Okay.
1: And um, I forget what it was. Like, the Washington Post or something, like, found out about this. And they basically (laughs) would keep calling her. Yeah. And seeing how far they could take this, like... Oh, my gosh. But no, you're actually a robot. Wow. And she'd be like, no, no, no. I'm not... Like, maybe the... Maybe the connection's bad, but I'm not a robot. And they'd be like, Well, but you are. Yeah. And she'd be like, No. (laughs) Like like, some of the phrase pretty stern. Yeah, some of them were really short. Like, I'm not like this started funny. (laughs) But (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like this Uh, is getting. (laughs) And um they did this and like released this article and then like the day later, her number got pulled. Mm. like basically they um they managed to somehow get through to a person yeah and they were like this is really creepy there's this robot claiming they work for you and that she's a human and she's in the call center and this guy was like we don't have a robot here oh that's that's pretty cool like we that's not a thing i think you're mistaken
0: that wow that kind of reminds me of my favorite movie oh have we talked about my favorite movie yet? what is
1: your favorite movie
0: the game
1: okay we have not talked about this
0: have you seen it? I have not.
1: Wow. I I haven't... I've barely seen any movies.
0: Okay. Should we start the homework? Um, oh, where we're going to give each other assignments? Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad
1: because we've kind of already started that, where I made you play this water of mine.
0: Right. So I think you owe me one. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is The Game. Let me write this down. <laughs> the Game. Uh, I think it's 1997. The Game. Uh, Michael Douglas and Sean Penn. Um. And yeah, the part where you said like they, they call the company and they're like, oh no, I've never heard of that. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I don't want to ruin anything, but the game is great. <laughs> i probably, I'm probably lifting it up too high okay. by saying it's my favorite movie, but I like it a lot. Am I going to, is it possible
1: mm-hmm. I could watch a movie called The Game and it be a different movie from the one you're talking
0: about? In 1997? Maybe. Yeah. It was probably 1997. There's got to be at least... I'll write that down. A few. Yeah. 1997. It's definitely a student film called The Game. The g- okay. <laughs> Like, I'll... <laughs> at least one.
1: We'll see. Well, I'll report back next week.
0: Yeah. Um, so what's funny about the, the Game is that on the Accidental Tech podcast... Okay. No, actually, was it that one? No, it's the other one. Um, do, 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 do. So, John Syracuse from the Accidental Tech podcast... Is on a different podcast, and he he also loves the game, and he's talking about, um, like he started talking about. It, and I was like, "Oh, that's my favorite, it's my oh, favorite yeah. movie." Okay, but it took like it took the other guy on the podcast, uh, Merlin Mann, It took him like months to like finally like, okay, I want like, all right. <laughs> and then he like watched half of it, and then he like, John just like just watch the movie. <laughs> so okay, please don't do that. I'll watch it. Just watch it. I will. I promise. <laughs> Um, I'll talk about it.
1: I may read a synopsis and then say I've watched it. Mm-hmm. no, I mean, I, why did you type that? <laughs>
0: uh.
1: <laughs> uh, I totally will watch it cool um oh, there was another um there was a guy working for another company in a call center. I'm gonna have to look this up and put it in the show notes, but basically he would pretend to be a robot because he he worked out that he could get quicker responses mm. if he did that so he'd like pick up the phone and say um hello there oh. like press one for this oh my like, gosh. that's like, funny yeah and like people would just answer and be like, oh for fuck's sake like another robot
0: you like i didn't get that yeah and he he got fired essentially <laughs> Okay, so that that is almost exactly a an episode of Seinfeld, which you also oh, yeah? are not okay. into, right? No, I've not. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's great. So are you aware of Kramer in any Uh yes. Okay. Yeah, he's the Goofball yeah. kind of wild card character. Exactly. Um he <laughs> I forget why, but he was pretending to be movie phone. So movie... F- movie are phone? Are you aware of movie phone? I'm not
1: aware. Oh, is this for like booking cinema tickets or something? Yeah. Yeah. So okay.
0: you would... They would have like... This is fucking stupid because it's something we also did in the UK. Like we should... Nice. Uh, yeah. So it's a number you call. Yeah. It's not even for booking. It's just for getting the times, I think. Maybe you could oh, okay. buy them too. I'm not sure. Oh, we had them for booking. But you... it was. Like, it's like a hotline that you... An automated <laughs> right. hotline where it's like... Um, Super frustrating. Yeah. Would you like to see? So for some reason, Kramer... Decided that he was going to be the movie phone guy, and like I, I don't know if he published his number or what. I can't remember the exact <laughs> details, but he uh, he had like the paper, so he would kind of know the, which movies are on. Right. So he'd be like, "Press one for the game, seven o'clock, nine o'clock." I Press it. two for da da da, and then this this person like wasn't pressing any numbers because they didn't want any of those movies, and he was like why don't you just tell me the movie that you'd like to see? <laughs> this is obviously way before, like... Yeah. You know... That was a thing. Yeah, way before you could actually talk to these robots. Right. Um, punchline doesn't hit quite as hard now, but...
1: It is incredible um, that they can understand... Like, we've managed to set up these systems that can basically understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, this is another really stupid thing uh, with call centers, is that they have robots that will analyze... Uh, who you're talking to, to work out what they're feeling. Oh, yeah. So it will say, like, um, oh, he's getting a little annoyed, in case yeah. the
0: gu- the person on the phone doesn't realize. I think, yeah, right. <laughs> like, uh, I think they even do that before you're, con- before you're connected. Like, if you're on hold. Oh, they'll give you, like, a... Or something, like, that. and if you just start screaming. Like, I've heard that you can, like, just get connected quickly if you're just like, ah! <laughs> I haven't actually tried that, but... <laughs> I could see there being situations where I would I would stoop to that level. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a uh
1: there's a company in New Zealand who's been making a robot that will uh this is an AI that has been analyzing um recorded phone calls mm-hmm. and trying to work out how to respond as an angry customer so they can use it in training. <laughs> and you're like during training you have to try and calm down the robot. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm sure, I mean, there's so much data. There's so much, so many right. recorded calls. I mean, they
1: record fucking all of it.
0: Right. It's like, for the quality purposes, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, imagine how many hours of audio are out there. Yeah.
1: Wow. And the idea is that they're just be- building this AI that you can just feed your yep. archive to.
0: Yep. I mean, imagine if, if Google got a hold of that. They probably already have a hold of that somehow through some acquisition. Yep. Um, the beer's bubbling. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, if Google got a hold of that data. Yeah. yeah. I feel like they could churn through that and make something really creepy and <laughs> interesting.
1: Oh, something else. Talking about the descriptions getting longer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know that the Earth is slowing down, like really slowly, the spin of the Earth? Uh, nope. Have you heard? So, um, like, due to tidal movement and um, other things, like, because we're locked with the moon the earth will slowly
0: um stop spinning i mean i might need you to just i feel like i don't know enough about space it's really bad (laughs) like not even the basics like it's okay
1: so this is this is over the course of um billions of years Mm -hmm. it's basically to do with like as the moon is spinning around us it's like pulling stuff with it that's this is why we
0: have tides okay um Yep. Yep. That, that makes some sense. Totally clear with that. So the gravity of the moon pulls, up. right? Yeah, and pulls on the Earth.
1: And that, like, um, if we had a perfect sphere mm-hmm. um, where no mass was moving, then it wouldn't matter. Like, nothing would ever slow down. But because we have, why,
0: why is the Earth spinning at all?
1: Why is the Earth spinning at all? Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically from when it was formed. So before there was the Earth, we had a bunch of asteroids all in orbit around the Sun. Mm-hmm. And through random collision, you eventually get um, a thing that is large enough to start attracting everything else to it. Yep. One of the properties of a planet is that it clears everything else in its orbit, which makes it different from an asteroid. Like right. You. We have plenty of, um, like, uh, sort of rings around the Sun that are just like... Uh, ice and asteroids and things, mm-hmm. but they don't clear everything else in their orbit.
0: Yep. Um, like planets. Clear? What do you mean? Wait. Clear as in... Um, so there's a... There's they're a, not sucked in by anything else. Right. Except for the sun. There's Basically, a, that, nothing else messes with them. <laughs> like right. nothing else pulls on them. There's a point where in a body cool.
1: is big enough that it starts sucking in... Right. ...everything else around it. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. how the Earth forms. So yep. the reason the Earth has spin is because these things started by orbiting... Mm-hmm. This larger body. So as the Earth oh. was forming, these uh, it would oh interesting it would okay. grab asteroids that would start circling around it. Yep, and eventually they'd fall into it, adding that yep yep um, that mass angular momentum
0: huh. to the Earth. Wow. Um. Anyway, okay. why were they all going in the same direction?
1: Um. Ag- again, it's just a. <laughs> It's just a matter of like Happen. that's how it was formed. Happenstance, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, like cool. eventually everything averages out. Yep. And so um, if there wasn't um, if there wasn't a uh, unbalance, mm-hmm. like if everything if there was just as much matter going rotating one way as the other, mm-hmm. it would eventually all collide into each other, um, stop, and then fall into the sun. Mm. So the only re- the only way you can get a stable orbit is by having Everything going the same way, essentially.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Like, it's not, It's not. oh, it just happened to be there. Yeah. It's like, if it wasn't that way, the Earth wouldn't be here. Huh. Got it. Cool. Okay. Cool. So it's slowing uh, down. So the Earth <laughs> is slowly slowing down, which means yep. that years aren't all the same length. Right?
0: Hold on. Uh, so
1: we already see this because we have uh, a leap year where we add an additional day to the year. Oh, not the same length of year,
0: of days is what you're saying. Right. Yeah, I guess that is the obvious thing.
1: But it's beyond that because we also add a leap second every now and then.
0: Uh, real quick. So you're saying that the, what it, your claim was that years, the length of years is changing. Yes. Um, the Earth is, is slowly. But is it changing um, at the level of this? Is it are the amount of seconds changing? Or is it just the amount of days changing because the day is changing because the earth right. is rotating? There's
1: forward. slowly... So there's more time in each day.
0: Yes. Because
1: the earth is slowing down. Right. And so to account for that, we need to uh, um, add this thing called a leap second. Hmm. Okay. However, like things like earthquakes and um, other movement within the earth can actually make the earth spin speed up momentarily. So on average, the days are getting longer. But okay. that's not something we actually know in advance is going to happen. Okay. So you can't add a leap second consistently every couple of years. Right,
0: right. Uh, is there a, is this where the, uh, what, the French um, Ministry of Time or something, like, what is it, what is it called? Right. Uh, there's, yeah, some yeah. group of scientists or something that who are like in charge of this leap second or not. Yeah.
1: So this is a global thing and it's actually a really big problem. It sounds okay. like a second, I mean, who fucking cares?
0: Right. Um, but...
1: Like, computers don't... I mean, they just... <laughs> they care. A second is a second. They do care. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, whatever the body is that works out whether there's going to be a leap second, announces six months in advance. So, in six months' time, we're right. going to add a leap second. And this is really important because things like the stock <clears> exchange, <throat> mm-hmm. they're doing transactions in, like, microseconds. Yeah. All and, be,
0: all based on... All, yeah. These, right. T- this tiny... Yeah. Amount of time.
1: And so if one set of servers has an extra second over another set of servers, Mm -hmm. suddenly you have a way to game the system. Right. Because time is different on one set than the other. Yep. And so when they... You're
0: you're in the future. Kind of like relatively. Right. You're in the future Um, relative to this other server. Yeah. So you have the advantage. And this is fucked with a bunch of things. Um,
1: Like Reddit went down for an hour or something. Mm-hmm. One year when they added a leap seconds, Twitter has gone down. Hmm. A bunch of servers have just like crapped out.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's mean, It's it's funny how like so a lot of programming languages have tried to simplify how time is like how yeah. you deal with time. Yeah. But <laughs> turns out that's all a lie, right? Like yeah, like adding a month. <laughs> to a date makes no sense. Right. Like, what does a computer do? Like, say, it, add, it totally add, depends on the month one you're month. in. Right. If, yeah. add, it depends on that. um Yeah, right. The the closest thing it could do is match you up um on the same day of the month. Yeah. Next month. But that might not exist, right? If you're yeah. in January 31st and you add a month, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, there's no February 31st. Like, where are you? Are you in March? <laughs> Uh yeah. So I don't know. It's it's complicated. Yeah. Time zones, add those in, then you're just like
1: oh, Yeah, because it's so complicated actually, the US and France want to totally get rid of the leap second. They're like, "Fuck it, this is too hard. Things keep breaking. We don't want to do this anymore."
0: Okay. Whereas, yeah, what well, would that what well, would but that has its own implications, right? Right, that will just slowly I
1: mean, it, it's, we're talking about seconds. Yeah, it's going to take a long time for us to feel the repercussions of that. Hmm. Um, whereas uh, Britain, Russia, and China don't want to abolish it; they're of the opinion that we we are capable of
0: overcoming this. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, which which is worse for the computers to to so add the leap, the
1: leap seconds? Okay. Because you're essentially mm-hmm. changing time. You're saying, "Oh, we're slightly off. We need to." correct yeah and that's the problem
0: Resynchronize exactly or whatever yeah yeah
1: huh. oh and this actually brings up like uh i don't know if i've mentioned it before but um like mars has a different uh number of hours in its day mm-hmm. um like it has uh 26 hours i think is a mars day yep and you were like you had said to me <laughs> well doesn't every isn't every day just 24 Right. Like, I no would, matter what planets you're on, you cut it up into 24 hours. I was kind hours. of
0: being devil's advocate, but I, yeah, I was curious about how... what Where that definition comes from. Yeah.
1: Because originally, the definition was, well, okay, yeah, in a day, there are 24 hours. Right. In a, um hour, there are 60 minutes, and in a minute, there are 60 seconds. Right,
0: so every day would have a fixed number of seconds. Exactly. Right. So
1: as the day slows down, right the, the actual amount of time that a second is would... Mm -hmm. change right but we've fairly recently changed the definition of a second to be like uh, so many oscillations of a um like silicon
0: atom is that where the atomic clock comes in right okay
1: yeah and that's that's what we define a second as now which is where this whole problem comes from
0: so so a second is not earth related is the point a second right is I
1: mean, that's how it started. (laughs) I wanted to
0: say global, but that's not the word. (laughs) Universal. Universal. It is universal. Oh my God. Like
1: no matter which frame of reference you're in, no matter where you are in the universe, as long as the laws of physics remain constant. This is really
0: embarrassing. I just understood the word universal. (laughs) Do you want to guess? That makes so much sense. The etymology? Yeah, the etymology. (laughs) I mean, I think I got it this time. Yeah, Yeah, accidentally. It's something that's the same... Um, on earth. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, wow. Okay. That's so, exactly what it is. so seconds are universal. This is easier to talk about now that we have the right word. <laughs> seconds are universal. So that means that, um, wait, and hours are universal then. Uh, yes. Because okay. Our... So that was, that was my question. Was it like. Right.
1: Because hours are made <clears throat> up of seconds essentially.
0: But days are not that's where it breaks up yeah so a mars day is 26 hours roundabout a mars day is 26 earth hours, like universal hours i guess right
1: yeah the the funny thing about this is like we have a mars rover up there Mm -hmm. um and it's only doing stuff during the day Mm -hmm. uh because i think because it has solar panels and so it doesn't want to be running out oh just because we can't see it i'm not yeah yeah. If it's on the other side of the planet, that's not good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but so you can only do stuff during the day. So the people who are um, operating the Mars rover have to work in Mars time. <laughs> yeah. So they work yeah. at, um, like basically 14 hours. Yeah. That's, and and that's so fine. their workday slowly <laughs> goes out of sync with yep. Earth.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> which is really weird that is weird that's kind of cool though I feel like that's I don't know like for an excuse if someone's like yeah like what are you doing this weekend well uh, you know actually, what like yeah. I'm on Mars time like I feel like it's a little like I would say that like speaking a little above you I'd be like <laughs> yeah I'm on Mars time because NASA like yeah. you know I'm doing stuff in space I mean like I'd love to go to the pub with you but but uh, you know I'm doing stuff yeah. on Mars I'm kind of like pushing you know human <laughs> exploration right yeah you know I, I that would be a perfect like humble brag like no sorry i can't do that uh mars time's different you, <laughs> you know like you don't really like I work you don't on mars have time. to like push it you're just like yeah i work on mars time so uh, <laughs> just throw it in there
1: <laughs> yeah it's the uh a second is the duration of about nine billion periods of the radiation corresponding to the transition between the two hyperfine levels of the ground state of a cesium-133 atom.
0: That's what I was going to say. But I was I was thinking it was going to be 134. Okay. I mean, then you'd be off. Yeah, just a little bit. Okay. okay.
1: Is that even possible? <laughs> a 134, I guess.
0: Just you, add a proton or do something. Do you want me to talk about know. that more? What that is? Uh, the atomic clock?
1: Right. Um... So, when you did chemistry in high school, did you go over like there's the different shells
0: for an atom? The, the and there's the a certain... valence. Okay, let me let me try this. Oh, my dad's right. gonna be so disappointed. <laughs> Va- is, valence electrons of... are on the outer ring. Is that true? Okay. Yes. Is that not true? I think that's so. true. Valence. I remember that word. Valence. Um, yeah, but there's the there's the rings, and they each have a certain. It's like what two eight, two six eight eight something right like they each can hold a certain number of electrons and until you bump up into the next uh the next energy level level
1: yeah Yeah. yep so uh the idea with cesium is that um its outer shell has um one valence electron
0: i think okay Um, so one electron
1: no 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 because it has like full shells so it has a 133 i guess no but the
0: outer shell has one electron right okay
1: um, so then there are, uh, so it's actually very easy for, for it to fall off. Well, for it to transition between energy levels. Yeah. Cause it's not tightly bound. Right. It doesn't, there's not like a lot of force keeping it there. Mm-hmm. And so it's free to sort of jump between yep. that level and the next one.
0: Yep. It's a free radical. <laughs> Different class. Sorry. Okay.
1: Um, and when it whenever it does that, it emits light. basically, whenever it drops down, it has to lose energy, and that energy comes out as electromagnetic radiation heat, light. yeah, sure, both both okay. um and so you can detect that, yep, um, and it does that you know really consistently. And okay. that's how you can define a
0: consistently within certain... a specific environment controlled environment right. with other, yeah, huh, okay. So they found like the most or the most practically like stable, um, consistent thing that they could find. <laughs> is right. that the idea? Yeah. It happened to be this like the, cesium
1: the idea thing. is that that will always be the same no matter where you are, mm-hmm. as long as it's in the same conditions. It's in a yeah. vacuum, I think.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's good enough. Which I like that. Pretty cool. That is cool.
1: Um, you wanted me to explain gravitational waves.
0: Oh yeah. I said, Matt, um, you have a phys- physics degree, right? <laughs> um, why don't you explain gravitational waves? And you said that you should do it. Cause I, I think to, uh, you should. do
1: it. Yeah. I want to hear what Ian thinks
0: gravitational waves are. So I said, explain like I'm five and he said no you explain it like you're 5 <laughs> <laughs> okay um, cuz you've watched so a couple of i watched a couple short videos okay. um, on ligo yep um, do you know the li- what ligo means off the top of your head not off the top of my head okay i'm going to give it a shot okay light is great all over a is i <laughs> missed out the all yeah, yeah. something with lasers so <laughs> all right, so there's two of these laser things all right, I guess I'm explaining the experiment or the 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 LIGO setup, the LIGO setup, the measuring devices right that detected this phenomena yes um, there's two LIGO laboratories okay, I guess I don't know what you call them uh, one's in Louisiana, one's in somewhere else, Alaska something like that I don't know might be, might both be wrong but they are <laughs> it's uh it's a right angle um of each facility yeah each facility has um perpendicular laser beams each of them going in like this tube so an enclosed kind of controlled tube um what two and a half kilometers or something yeah like yeah so so it has to be over a huge distance right the idea was um okay when a gravitational wave right uh comes in it affects the what the length of the laser that doesn't make any sense like one of the lasers will be um shorter than the other squished <laughs> yeah is that kind of the idea? Right. So the, the or is idea, it like so? Is it the length or is it like the the ripple of the laser? Or am I thinking about this wrong? <laughs> so
1: the idea is that the speed of light is constant. Mm-hmm. So with the lasers, lights can only it, it has to. Ooh. If the distance changes, the laser takes a longer or shorter amount of time. Right. To cover that same amount of distance. Okay. So a gravitational wave is a um like compression or of, expansion of space, of space, space time. time. Oh, I just wanted to say that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um so as a wave comes through It can it actually affects the speed of light, really. Well it doesn't change the speed of light, it changes the distance of that long tube that they have at the LIGO center.
0: But it's a space time wave. It's right. It's a time wave. Right. So it affects time. So it affects the speed of light. No, the okay. speed of
1: light is constant
0: uh, within materials. Okay.
1: So like the speed of light in a vacuum is constant, no matter how squished space time is or how fast you're moving. Okay. You will always observe the speed of light to move at the same rate.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Um, so the LIGO centers have like this uh, one... Um, like ultra pure laser. Mm-hmm. What that means is that um, the all the light is uh, uh, at the same sort of uh, wavelength frequency. frequency like yeah. it's all in sync okay. with each other. You own, like all the photons are identical, essentially.
0: Okay. Um,
1: and then that le- that laser shoots out, and then it has like a. Um,
0: it's a like mirror, a, right?
1: A f- yeah, it's like a fifty percent mirror. Okay. So half of the light goes straight through and the other half gets reflected, um, 90 degrees. Okay. Right. So you, what you have is you have the same light going in both directions. Okay. This so is there's, really all, important.
0: there's only one, um, one source of the laser exactly. that's reflected across the other two and a half kilometers. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: so then it go, goes, goes <clears throat> out to, um, this detector mm-hmm. at the other end. Okay. Um, and they basically measure what phase the light is in. Ooh. Okay. So the light has a certain wavelength. It's moving, you know, up and down kind of thing like a wave does. Right. And you can detect at the end at what point the wave is at.
0: So, so phase for the listeners. <laughs> yeah. And for me, um, uh, so like a sine wave and a cosine wave are what? 90 degrees out of phase. Right. Right. Cause if you just shift one down. You get the other. You get the other one. Right. If you shift it ninety degrees or one eighty, no ninety. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. So So right.
1: the, So you can detect what it what it is at the other end. So the idea is that if the distances are the same, yeah. they will arrive at that point exactly in phase. Um because they've traveled the same, the same distance. Same amount. Right, right, right. Um, yes. And so the way it detects, like, if one distance is different from the other is by comparing the signals. Right. And it says, oh, actually, this one was this much out of phase. And then they can measure, like,
0: a change in... So why... But why does the gravitational wave only affect one of the... So that's just, like, the...
1: That's just, like, the property of a wave. Like, as a wave is coming in, it's, like, uh... It's like, they give that, like, they're always talking about ripples in water, Yeah, I suppose, as an example. Okay. And that, the only reason you can see that there's a wave is because one dimension is compressed and the other one is um, expanded. Like, the wave is higher than the surface yeah. of the water. Right. And so the idea of a gravitational wave is that you have this, um, like, compression of space-time that is moving through space-time. Okay. So it's yep.
0: not, so yeah. Got it. And so, so like, as so the, it's an out of phase. <laughs> they see a ripple in the phase really, right. like it'll kind of jitter or whatever. And they know that a wave has moved through. Right.
1: And so, um, they need like two different facilities so that they can work out. Oh. Like they can compare the yeah. difference in detecting the wave. Yep. So, like, if one facility detects the wave first and the other one detects it next, then they can work out, oh, it's basically in that kind of direction. Wow. Like, we basically need more of these facilities to get To more... triangulate exactly. things. Yeah, To get more accurate predictions of where this is coming from. Oh, man. Um,
0: because... But the idea is that it's coming from the Big Bang or no?
1: So, the one that they detected was from two black holes um, falling into each other
0: falling in love and yep.
1: they could watch that with a um like uh, telescope that is looking in the electromagnetic spectrum
0: when a black hole loves another black hole very much they become one we get a ripple in space-time yes <laughs> exactly cool um
1: but yeah we basically need more of these so that we can um because what what they basically are at the moment are they keep saying we've created, like, this microphone that can listen to changes in space-time. Yep. Um, but we have no idea, like, the direction, Yeah. basically. We just know that there's a sound. Mm-hmm. And by having two, we can determine, like, oh, okay, well, we sort of have one
0: axis. Yep. Um, yeah, that was that was the exciting, one of the most exciting parts of watching one of the videos was them saying, like, this is almost a sixth sense, right? Right. That we have now. It's, yeah. It's not really, yeah. It's not the electromagnetic spectrum, right? Right. That we're detecting. It's like a whole other spectrum. Yeah. Of stuff that we can now. Yeah, a totally detect. different
1: force. <laughs> like we're talking about gravity yeah. rather than electromagnetism. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah.
0: Um. Not. Yeah. No telescope. No. Anything has ever detected this sort of stuff. Right. Which is really cool. Like, I was impressed by that. I was impressed by the fact that. Um. Even though you hear about, you know, the United States not having the budget it used to for NASA and for research and like, I was like so impressed by these machines that were built, right? And I um, the, they were, the the they... precision that is required there, I was just blown away with that. Right? Yeah. Like, like it's a mirror, but like, how do you measure? The, how do you measure the distance so exactly? right that these things have to be perfectly in phase so that when they're not you can detect that like that is mind blowing to me
1: yeah and um i mean they had to plan this out years in advance right like the yeah in the the, 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 nine, the early 90s or something they yeah. started
0: yeah um it was an MIT professor behind right the the basic idea right it's
1: super exciting uh there's a you know CERN has the biggest um like particle collider thing mm mm-hmm. mhm um, so there's a plan, uh, China's planning to build one that's like twice the size.
0: A LIGO? That's uh, not LIGO. Oh, a particle collider. Particle Okay.
1: So that's really exciting. These are like the two really big, uh, areas of physics that,
0: um, the
1: next, we should be pushing like yeah. stuff at the extra, <clears throat> the huge scale. So gravitational waves, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then stuff at the tiny scale, like new particles.
0: And yeah. All that sort of thing the the other thing i thought was interesting about it was that it was they were jumping to saying that this is the discovery of the century right and i just stopped and thought about that a little bit and um like i wondered first of all like how many discoveries of the century will we have this century (laughs) and we're um, gonna have
1: to start measuring them as discovery of the decade
0: Yeah, I don't, you're right. Because we're moving so quickly. Well, that's the thing, right? It's the tech, the technology is not linear, right? Right. Like we, when we say that, I feel like it's so narrow minded to say, like, it's sure we should celebrate and we should congratulate and everything. It's awesome. It's amazing. But to say that this is the best we're going to get for this hundred years, I thought was a little right off. Like, yeah. Yeah shouldn't we be more hopeful that like, this is just the beginning of these new discoveries. Right. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm not against them saying that. Cause I think from a marketing, like a science marketing perspective, yeah. it's like, it's good to hear, to hear that and be like, okay, this is actually, cause you know, we, we get so much information every day. Yeah. All these news articles, all these things do we have to, should we care about? Like, that's the the question we're trying to answer all the time is like, does, it, does this matter? Like, should I care about this? Like, right. is this worth my time to learn about? And they're like, no, this is a huge deal. Like, that's, yeah. that's a way of saying that, I guess. Um, it's but... interesting.
1: There was a study done fairly recently talking about um, language used in scientific papers. And mm-hmm. recently there has been a massive increase in using words like astounding and um, unique or... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, this is a singular sort of event kind of thing. Yep,
0: um,
1: which to me doesn't seem like a problem.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, uh, I think it's fine. I mean, if it's if people are getting more excited about science, I think that's great. Yeah, I don't really care how <laughs> if there is some marketing, great, like yeah. yeah, it's awesome.
1: Yeah, the gravitational wave stuff is really cool and exciting, especially because you know it's been. Um, you know, theorized for such a long time. Yeah. Like um, they were saying, oh, you know, Einstein came up with these equations a hundred years ago, and you know, one of the thing, one of the things that came out from solving these equations is the idea of gravitational waves, mm-hmm. and we've now proved that that is correct, and we we keep continually proving that things we think should happen yeah. because of these equations are actually oh, happening, gosh. which is amazing because the next things are. You know all of this shit that is really cool stuff like um, wormholes, like shortcuts in space time, and we already um, have those in Ember, G- Ember JS. Oh yeah, <laughs> thanks. They're not quite the same. We're done with them. <laughs> yeah, that man, like that Einstein. There are there are other solutions to these equations which talk about areas of space time which are bigger on the inside than they appear from the outside, mm-hmm. which is essentially a TARDIS.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's cool yeah I should I should try to learn more and what's it do you know do you have any good resources that are like so quick, the, quick and to the point and so the thing I listen to like is, Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson just telling me what's up yep uh like so there's a podcast with
1: a physicist called Brian Cox oh, okay I um called the this. infinite monkey cage which I've mentioned before right on this podcast okay and that's basically where I how
0: long are the episodes
1: 30 minutes they're su- they're, su- they're great.
0: So i is laughing because our episodes are like an hour and twenty, <laughs> and we have much less substance. Yeah. Just a guess. I mean, yeah, it's a different type of substance. Like forty minutes. It's a different element.
1: Um, <laughs> but it's the the thing that's really approachable about it is it's uh, basically him and a comedian.
0: Mm-hmm. To- oh right,
1: talking about physics. So he's always giving like these in-depth explanations, and the com- he has to give it to this comedian. Like he has this. Mm. Reference of, um, like, well, I need to somehow get this concept across to you. Yeah, which cool s- sort of helps. That's
0: kind of like our show. Like you're the clown, and I'm just <laughs> and like trying to get, yeah, like yeah. Matt. Like, let me just tell you let's from a textbook level, yeah, like what gravitational waves are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we need a break. Too much science. Yeah, yeah,
1: something less sciency. Yeah, let's talk about gimps.
0: Oh, I meant like a break. Oh, okay. But we can talk about... Let's do that. I don't know what that is. Is that What's a... What's uh,
1: How long have we been going? Oh, oh maybe, maybe an hour. Okay, yeah. Let's give it a break.
0: When we get back, we're going to talk about gimps. Maybe the text editor? Sorry. There's a text editor? The photo editor? There's a photo editor. Called Gimp. Oh. Maybe not, because Matt's never heard of that. <laughs> i have this problem where i don't remember what we've talked about maybe that's related to to why the descriptions are getting longer (laughs) i have no like people be like oh what did you talk about in your last episode and yeah i have no idea it might also be related to the fact that we drink a little bit but we don't drink enough to like you know Um, i'm not like it's not like we're blacking out yeah right yeah as i fall over that's
1: that's the sign of a um healthy relationship is the fact that to to speak to each other for more than an hour, mm-hmm. we have to drink. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah.
1: I think I don't know what healthy means. It,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, eh. It greased the wheels a little bit. I think in the first couple episodes, we probably don't mm. need it anymore. But it's kind of fun. Yeah. Um,
1: not that. Not that we're
0: advocating.
1: Right. I mean, we totally are actually. <laughs> hey, I'm on vacation now. Mm. Um Riceburg.
0: <laughs> this is just a We had some rice burgers. Yes. There is a company, I think it was a food truck. Um Oh, really? Yeah. They maybe? like
1: they like approached
0: um our office manager. Oh, really? To was... cater?
1: Yeah. Okay. They said we have this thing, would you like to <laughs> would you like to buy it?
0: yeah so we had um so the company is called riceberg and they sell rice burgers um (laughs) which so the burger itself the inner part is not rice it's the bun portions is yes that are these sticky um circular rice patties right um and they have basically the thickness of bun it's a lot of rice yeah but pretty much the thickness of a but of a smallish burger bun yeah um, and... But
1: because they're like, um, discs, they're more like yeah what you would call an English muffin. Right. Exactly. In, yeah.
0: Uh, English riceberg. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, yeah, this is really also, just an excuse to talk about puns because we were... <laughs> oh, because it's a pun on iceberg. It's a pun on iceberg. Yeah. Right. So that got me... <laughs> this conversation is already taking a turn. I'm so on the disappointed worst. about the match drinking now um, Well then I was thinking like well riceberg is upon an iceberg so it's really like the rice ice pun right? right right and that got yeah, me thinking I mean, like is... oh there's so many so possibilities here one of my favorite ones I think was um, rice cube which is a, a cube of rice. a cube of rice that you freeze. And you can put that in your whiskey or whatever, in your liquor, mm. and it doesn't dilute your whiskey. Like, I, like there's, um, yeah. What do they call them? Whiskey, uh, whiskey stones. stones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the cool thing about ri- but you would get some floating rice in your whiskey, so trade offs.
1: Yeah, but the cool thing about that <laughs> is you'd end up with, um, like, some carbs in your whiskey. Like at the end of the right. the end of the whiskey, you'd have like this um, rice mush. Gluten-free. That you could eat. Yeah. That is basically infused with whiskey. Right. Yeah. That's not a bad idea.
0: Well, relative to my other ideas, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Rice sculpture, rice skating, rice hockey. (laughs) uh, Ricicles was a good one that um, our friend... What would
1: you do with a ricicle?
0: Matt Jankowski came up with... uh, well, no, it's what it does to you, I think. You don't do anything to it. <laughs> it forms on your, you know, on your, your eaves. On your chin, while you're eating all this rice. No, no, it's on your house. And Why is there
1: rice on the roof of your house? Because it's a pun. And then <laughs> oh.
0: the ricicles form. And then in, the, in New England, you have rice dams that form on the roof that you have to get up there with a, with a roof rake to get off of there. Is that something you have to do? I have a roof. Oh, you own a house, don't you? Yeah.
1: Hmm. How much snow is up there? I, I don't know.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, well, I would check it out. You have to... So, How do I get up there? The first time I saw a roof rake uh, was when I moved to Buffalo. And <laughs> it was a thing. So, yeah, you get a ladder and it's like a... Eh, like a broom-ish kind of thing. Okay. And you rake off your roof so that the weight of the snow doesn't compound and oh god, fall into your house. <laughs> um, okay. And actually, I had a shed. So I was renting a house in Buffalo because... Buffalo. Uh, <laughs> renting an entire house for myself. Because um, I could cheaply. And the shed... In my backyard, actually, colla- the roof of the shed collapsed because I didn't know about roof raking or right. like anything about. It was also a pretty outstanding winter that year. Right, but um, okay. I mean, that was a crappy, a crappy like Home Depot shed. It wasn't a house, so yeah. Uh, if your roof is in good shape, I think there's less to worry about. Well, but, I mean,
1: I don't know. I, it's triangular.
0: Oh boy, that seems like a good shape. Uh, did you get a house inspector? you yes. about your house? Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. They didn't mention anything about roof leaks. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I'll
1: <laughs> check that out when I get home. Yeah, something to <laughs> think something about. Something to mull on. Um, yeah.
0: I'm not I mean I'm no expert. I don't own a right. house. Um, but
1: not that I'm nervous or anything, but Maybe we should
0: wrap up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That runs out. <laughs> oh, no. Gimps. We were going to talk about gimps? We were. And I was like... Something I want to talk about before that is storm names. Okay.
1: Okay, so you know how, like, they give names to storms? Sure, yeah. Yeah, this is a thing. So, apparently, they plan out these names in advance. Mm. And um, they hit... I don't know who that is. The Weather Channel. (laughs) Yeah. I presume. Uh, And they will... Release, in advance, the storm names. Okay? Uh Uh-huh. 2016 winter storm names include YOLO. Wow. I was... Can you imagine that? My house was destroyed by Storm YOLO.
0: Oh. Oh. Even worse, like... (sighs) My uncle died in Storm Storm YOLO. Yolo. (laughs) Like, you only live once. (laughs) And he did. And now he's not like ooh, oh that's a that's, little flippant
1: did no one look at this list that's yeah
0: that's that's weird like imagine if hurricane sandy was called hurricane yolo uh, yolo yeah like, oh yeah it's yolo yolo oh sorry new jersey yolo i don't think anyone would have been mm,
1: even remotely prepared yeah. storm yolo's coming <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow that's real yeah, this is along with lists with names like Goliath. <laughs> Which is like, yes, storm Goliath is right, on its way. I'm going right. to fucking board up my yeah, windows. Yeah, that sounds dangerous. Storm Yolo's on its way.
0: <laughs> like do they do they maybe they come up with the names while they're forecasting? Like, oh, okay, this year might be mild. Mm. So, you know, we'll do yellow this year. There's a couple of like maybe towards the end of the year we'll do a go- Goliath because Yeah.
1: Yeah, Ajax, wow. Bella, Kara, Delphi, Ajax. Echo, Lexi, Mars, Storm Mars. Who's making this list? It's insane. Ursula. <laughs> Ajax. That is... I
0: don't, I don't know about that. Yeah? It makes you sad? Ajax, PHP, MySQL. Xenos. Xenos. Xander. This is just silly.
1: No, oh, they have, like, what they mean. And it says YOLO, an acronym for You Only Live Once. Oh my god. The modern version of the Latin phrase Carpe Diem, which is usually translated seize the day. That's a rough translation.
0: <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I don't think Dead Poet Society would be the same movie if they said YOLO. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, uh, we have a bottle of... The beer. Ah,
1: the same beer that we've been <laughs> drinking the past three weeks, two weeks.
0: <laughs> Got it all blends yeah, together. It's there's a lot of bottles here. It's going <laughs> slowly because it's probably still not carbonated. But we can hope that some magic has happened in this heated heated room. Yep. After one more week. Uh, my laptop's tired. Okay. Ready? Yep. I'm gonna down this Bailey's. Ooh. That sounds a little more hmm. like there's a little more to it than before. I'm gonna be hopeful. Like I always am. <laughs> Alright. Um Ooh, you know what? It's better. Look at yeah. that. Yeah, that is better. Oh my gosh. It's better.
1: <laughs> it's better than It is better.
0: <sighs>
1: wow. Oh man. You are right. Wow, this is exciting. Cheers. Cheers. Mine is definitely
0: infused with Bailey's. (laughs) Oh (laughs) Yep. That'll uh be another element to it.
1: Yeah. Mm, Yeah, there's a little bit bubble there.
0: Wow, okay. Huh. So I guess there is some there's some yeast still doing its thing in there a little bit. Yeah. I was worried that it was completely Dead. dormant at this point. Right. Um, dormant is a kind of word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeast is weird like that. It'll kind of just hide it's, out for a while. Yeah. And hibernate. And then all of a sudden, temperature's right again. And it's like, oh, yeah, I am alive. Yeah, I've been here the whole time. <laughs> um. Cool. Well, it faded quickly, but... There was a little bit of a frothiness at the top there for yeah.
1: I will testify to that. For a that minute.
0: If I have to. You have some extra froth. From the I, yeah. Curdled baileys. I, I have some
1: curdling going on here. <laughs> Ugh, that's... Did I tell you about the... We don't the... have to
0: tell the listeners an exact <laughs> description of that, but yeah.
1: Did I tell you about the, the shot that I once had that w- was <sighs> based around curdling baileys? Yeah,
0: you did. So this is
1: a... Lime. Uh, so you start with a shot of lime cordial. You're shaking your head. I'm going I'm to yeah, gonna tell everyone. I know, I know. Um, so you go with a shot of lime cordial, and then you basically pour Baileys over the back of a spoon. Yeah. And it, like, falls into the... Um, citrus... Yeah, the lime cordial oh, uh, in a... Acid. In a way that you'd want to create the shot.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, and basically the Baileys curdles into these like um, sort of lumpy droplets.
0: Sounds like a good shot. So yeah. what else the, do we have in Trello? The,
1: the shot is called... Oh. A sperm bank. Oh. Um,
0: it's a pretty unique experience. Well, I guess we're taking advantage of our explicit rating. We might as well, <laughs> might as well use it if we have it. I mean, yeah. Ugh.
1: Um, it has this uh, sort of unique texture uh, that I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it could be compared to anything else. Right. Except maybe...
0: um, Yeah. Mayonnaise? Yeah. Okay.
1: It's namesake. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Thanks. Hmm. Uh, gimps? I'm, g- I'm glad that made you so uncomfortable. Duh. Duh. You think Gimps is going to help? Talking about GIMPs? I don't know. Yeah? You told me it wasn't going to be offensive. It's true. It's not offensive. Okay. So uh, GIMP stands for something that means finding uh, prime numbers. Okay. So um, the largest ever prime number was found. Uh, Broke the world record um, in January. Hmm. And it's... um, Did they
0: dig it up or like where do they find it?
1: So the way they find it is they have... uh, a bunch of computers running Uh, through numbers to find prime numbers okay uh so actually this is software you can download and your system can
0: so it's not like in a in a tomb from like a dan brown book or something
1: no it's a bit like um mining bitcoin Uh uh-huh like you just have this program that runs and it's looking for prime numbers yep um the particular prime numbers that this uh That these gimps are are uh, two to the power of something minus one
0: Um, that produces prime numbers.
1: Oh, really? Uh, It can produce prime numbers. That's the point. And so it's like only searching powers of two, kind of minus one.
0: Got it. For a prime number. So that's like a good like subset of things to look at, right? Like it's a relatively cheap compute like cheaply cheap way to compute right them
1: i mean the power is um like to the 27 million or something this one Mm. so it's two to the power of something something million um (laughs) minus one huh uh and they use they use these prime numbers for like cryptography and things this is what their use is for Mm -hmm. um but the the interesting thing about this is that like the uh they don't mean anything until a human looks at it Mm-hmm. So the computer actually found the prime number in September, but forgot to tell anyone. <laughs> what? Yeah. So it found it back in September and then just kept going. <laughs> okay. And then in January, someone was doing like routine maintenance. Yeah. On a bunch of machines,
0: and he's like, "Wait, this one has a, this one has a match." So it was like a, it was a janitor that came in. Well. And. But it happened to yeah. be like Matt Damon from like Goodwill Will Hunting. And he's like, I have the no, I have the answer. Right. Like a computer janitor. Nice.
1: And yeah. And then he went away, ran it on his own machine. And he's like, oh yeah, that's a fucking prime
0: number. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and I, I what's thought... the point? What? <laughs> Why are we looking for prime numbers?
1: Uh, so the, the interesting thing about prime numbers is they're sort of like atoms for math. Okay. Because you can't make a prime number out of anything smaller right. than itself. Right. So that's sort of like the building box Ad- like element, numbers. Elements,
0: too. Yeah. Kind of. Well, yeah, elements. Right. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Has a specific number. I mean, it is a number, but right. like an element has a atomic number. And right. And it's like, uni- it's unique. Yeah. Key. <laughs> Um, but that prime, can't be made from anything else. But you can make
1: other numbers out of prime numbers. Right, but not other prime numbers. Right, exactly.
0: So they're kind of like right. the building blocks of numbers. Because they're always odd. And right. if you if you add two prime numbers together, you're always going to get an even number. Right. But this is interesting
1: yep. from a cryptography point of view. I haven't looked deeply into this, but you can multiply two prime numbers together to get another number. Mm-hmm. That isn't prime, but finding what the two factors of that number is really tough. Mm. And so, this is a number that's easy to make because you multiply basically your two keys together. Yep. But it's really hard to reverse engineer mm-hmm. what that number is. So, it's important for security systems. Interesting. Because it's like more difficult to go one way than the other. Yep. Huh. Um, the problem is that this prime m- number is so big that um, you couldn't use it in a security system at the moment. It's too many, too many digits. Right, because yeah. someone would immediately see that many digits and go, "Okay, well, one of the numbers has to be this," hmm. and then it's much easier to.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, interesting. Huh?
1: But well, that's a GIMP, and <laughs> amazingly, if you Google GIMP. Right now. hmm Listeners can do this. Yep. Most of the first results will all be about this fucking prime number thing.
0: Not the image editor?
1: Uh, okay. If
0: you search on Google Images, that's a different story. Don't do that. No, 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 no. No, I'm saying the image editor called GIMP.
1: Oh, is this is, like an open source it image it editor? Thing? Thing? Yeah. It's
0: it's Photoshop for Linux, basically. Okay. It's or you know, GNU. Yeah, I haven't used it. Um Cool. Uh, that's good. I like knowing that. <laughs> Where are we with quantum computing? Are we... I don't know. Yeah. I'm not privy to that sort of information. Yeah, me neither. I'm curious about it. I I can do some research and report Is back. everything... Like, what's going to be obsolete oh, when, that, when that happens? I'm not going to be doing anything. I'm going to be watching the game. Right.
1: What's going to be obsolete?
0: Yeah, like, there's this idea that when quantum computing... Do you like my pronunciation of the T there? Quantum computing, quantum. quantum, quantum. I mean that immediately
1: <laughs> sounds more American.
0: Quantum computing, yeah. Computing, um,
1: gotta get me some of those quantum computers. Oh, wow,
0: <laughs> whoa, that was pretty good. Thanks. Um, <laughs> that was my uh, that was <laughs> we, my American voiced yeah Matt. Uh, we, used,
1: uh, we used to do that with uh, Siri. Uh Because when Siri first came out, (laughs) she understood none of us. Like, none of my family. (laughs) (laughs) We'd be like, "Uh, you know, can you take us to the nearest, I don't know, Arby's or something? And she'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's four.
0: That's the answer.
1: (laughs) And so we'd put on this, like, embarrassing Mm -hmm. American accent just to
0: get her (laughs) to understand us. Could you take me to the computer store? No, it would say things like,
1: I'm looking for a gosh darn tootin' good time. (laughs) So you would be like, here are some cinemas near you.
0: <laughs> That's great. Maybe <laughs> you want to see <laughs> Paul Blart Mall Cop 5. Yeah, yeah, I cannot, you know,
1: I don't think I can recommend Brokeback
0: Mountain. <laughs> I have identified your level of culture as <laughs> one of ten. It's one the best. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Bourbon's pretty good, though. Bourbon? Yeah. Um, Oh, man. Did you just bring up some terms and conditions? So, no. So this is a Trello card that um, I had this idea. I was like, because I had an email that I wanted it to become a Trello card. Okay. I was like, oh, what if you can forward emails to Trello? I mean, you can do that. Turns out, totally a thing. Yeah. You can
1: forward it to Trello cards.
0: Right, but I didn't know
1: that. Oh, I do this all the time.
0: And I was like, whoa. Okay, so yeah, so each Trello board has an email address, a unique email address that you can add your address book and say forward to the Hunchpig Topics board. Yeah, Hunchpick Top Tip. Throw
1: that in a CC. Throw what in a CC? The Trello card address, and suddenly you get an email conversation that automatically posts to Trello.
0: Oh my gosh. Wait. Wait, he keeps creating
1: new cards. <laughs> no, it's the same card. So every time, so you like when you're having an email conversation with someone that is relevant on a Trello card, yeah, just throw the Are you serious Trello card URL in uh, email in as a CC. Whoa, and then every time people reply, it will just post but again. it again. It
0: knows that it's that same conversation, so Trello's smart enough to parse that and add comments to the card. Is that what uh, you're saying? Yeah, wow, that's really cool. Um. Anyway, so I was really happy to find that out. So I forwarded a <laughs> enormous email. Well, no, the thing is it was a tiny email. Like in my email client. Oh, um, it was a Twitter mention okay. from um one of our listeners, Tom O'Barski. Um. And <laughs> yeah, it was a tiny email, and I forwarded it forwarded it and the links became these enormous, like, because there's links to Twitter. Ah. Uh, and <laughs> there are these enormous URLs that must be doing tracking, like, th- you know, email click tracking stuff. And like, who knows? But oh my gosh, it's it's amazing. Yeah, the actual content is like one sentence. And okay. Like, I like the whole footer, all the footer links of the email are in here, too. Um, anyway, but the. The content itself was uh, <clears throat> Tom recommending that this... I play for my next game, um, the Talos Principle. Okay, have you heard of that? I have. Uh, he said it's a narration and text-driven 3D puzzle game, focusing on the nature of being. Yes. Um, so maybe it would it would tie in with our kind of existential uh, right. So you stuff you play essentially
1: a cyborg or an android i guess and um you get to interact in this world and there are like physical puzzles for you to solve Hmm. to move forward um from what i understand there's an awful lot of reading
0: Hmm. um
1: but a lot of the concepts that the game covers are like philosophy 101
0: you say that like you think that you might like i might not be able to handle it <laughs> sorry Ian, there's, you... <laughs> uh, there's a lot of reading though so yeah might not be your game why would you maybe stick with that's i mean that brings, Angry a,
1: Birds. That brings a whole new level to what you type into to matt
0: <laughs> to reply to you i'm uh, you know you know <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I'm a...
1: you're not even th- that you don't have that much confidence that
0: Right. Well, I'm a complex person, you know. I yeah. like to depra- I could be self deprecating sometimes, and and uh, humble and all that stuff. So
1: <laughs> it's so meta that you're having this conversation with yourself.
0: I know. Wow. It's like being John Malkovich or something. Uh.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't played it. Okay. So. Cool. Um. It's like on my Steam wish list, but there's a lot of things on my Steam wish list. Right. And right. there's a lot of games I own that I've never played.
0: Nice. Cool. When you say physical puzzles, uh, like... Um, it's things like... Uh, like Portal? Yeah. Oh, have you played Portal? I have played Portal. Have you played Portal 2? I've played Portal... Uh, Portal 2. So that has a co-op mode. I don't think I have played Portal 2. Huh.
1: You should get it. We could play co-op. Cool. Talk about it.
0: Cool. Uh, the, other, the other
1: one I want to play is The Witness...
0: Oh yeah, I saw that in here. You said we could play that as well?
1: Yeah. Uh, That's another sort of physical puzzle kind of thing. Uh, Except you get dropped on an island and you have no idea what the puzzles are. Oh. And so it gets gets to a point where you're standing there and you're like, is that bush a puzzle? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like, I can't tell. Maybe it's just a bush.
0: Can I solve this? (laughs) Is there a problem here to be solved? Or is this just the world? (laughs) Huh. You start... Really
1: interesting. Like, oh god, what if I'm missing? It does make you feel really stupid. But then apparently, whenever you solve a puzzle, you sit there thinking that you're a god. Because <laughs> they're. Like, yeah, I might be. It leaves you with the feeling of, I might be the smartest human being on the planet. <laughs> I could use that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. There's also Firewatch. I mean, I guess we're talking about games news now. Man,
0: yeah. Um
1: Firewatch is a game uh, where you play a uh, guy in Wyoming, I think. For a stranger. Yeah. And you just have to watch for fires. Um, extreme isolation. Mm-hmm. You have a walkie-talkie uh, that connects to your, I guess, manager.
0: Right. Um, and you... That's your only, like, interaction with the... Outside world. Other humans,
1: I yep. guess. And it has, like, some mystery around it. Uh-huh. So you start going out and exploring and yep. weird things start happening. Sort of like the village kind of thing. The village? M. Night Shyam- Oh, that movie?
0: Yeah. How is that like the
1: village? They have like the weird thing beyond the forest. Oh, There's like okay. some mystery. Right, right, right.
0: Right. Yeah. Got it. I like the village.
1: Um, what else? I want to play Darkest Dungeon. Hmm have you heard of this no so this is um like Cthulhu horror style stuff Mm -hmm. so it's a group of adventurers going into a dungeon but like it imagines what would actually happen if you were fighting weird tentacle monsters and you know horrors from the other world sure and so like your characters will become deathly afraid of certain things and um yep you know uh, develop uh weird psychological disorders um but then it goes the other way like if you have someone who keeps going and just keeps winning no matter what the odds (laughs) they'll develop like a hero complex oh interesting
0: whereas i mean every other game every other video game in history like it's just assumed that you have a hero complex right right it's like oh yeah no we'll be like well except for this war of mine like where you can become demoralized and like oh yeah but um Yeah, this explores There's not there's not really fear in this war of mine though, as much as sadness, like if you hurt someone or if you are if you keep getting hurt, right. then you're sad, right? But there's not as much fear, I guess, as this other one. Right. Huh. So that sounds interesting.
1: It's kind of cool. Neat. The witness. The witness. Um, so are you going to play the Talos principle?
0: Are you going to take that reader feedback? I, I think I need a break. Yeah. Uh, from games. <laughs> I've had <laughs> this... such a long break from games and then like, I've been playing this war of mine. Yeah. Like a lot ish, a lot for me. Are you still playing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, they have all these available combinations of people that you start with. and. <laughs> uh, I just want to want to want to win. <laughs> so
1: really, you don't want to break. You just want to not stop. Maybe playing. that's okay.
0: Yeah, maybe that's more it. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: You're not done with this war of mine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's good. I don't know. It has a lot of replay value. More than I thought. Good. I think you've
1: played it more than I have at this point. I've played
0: a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. I'm sorry. I give you a two-hour homework. I give you like a forty-hour homework. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's one of the things about this medium is the the time investment is a lot bigger <laughs> than watching a movie. Yeah. Um, so you're not ready for more homework?
0: No, not yet. Not yet. Um, Fair enough. Doing some music stuff that I need to. Uh,
1: yeah, you have a recording. I'm, I don't know if we've spoken about this before, but you are recording some stock music, which is pretty uh, exciting.
0: Stock music, I think is, I don't know what the right word is for it. Um,
1: I mean, I'm thinking like Woodstock. <laughs> I don't know what stock, stock means.
0: Um, music to be licensed, I think is the best way to put it. Isn't that all music? Yeah, but this is specifically like being recorded to be licensed. Okay. It's not really. It's not being recorded to be released as an album.
1: Ah. Okay. Right? So like for a commercial.
0: Something. Or something. Okay. Yeah, I'm not I'm not actually exactly clear <laughs> on what it will be used for. Okay. But I'm ex- excited to be a part of it. Um, Are you less excited now? Uh, didn't think of that possibility. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be awkward. Um, but yeah, it's fun. It's fun to like, I'm basically coming in as a session musician, um, you know, guitarist. Uh, so go, go, sorry. Yep. Go through what a session. Okay. Is. Session musician, um, is someone who is paid for their time to come into a recording session and, um, lay down some tracks, but they're not. They're not in the band. Okay. They're not in the whatever. Uh, okay, so um, the
1: the musical equivalent of, like, a contractor?
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Okay. There's, yep. Um, That's cool. There might even be, like, a union for them? Like, yeah, I think there definitely is. Where The there's... fact that
1: you say might makes me think that you're not part of the union. Oh,
0: this is, yeah, this is not, like, official in right. a lot of the... <laughs> Yeah, meetings of official, but um, but yeah, session musician. I'm kind of just learning the songs. Like I'm not in charge of, you know, I didn't write the songs. I didn't write.
1: You don't have like an artistic license.
0: Well, well, you know, I can, I can offer my suggestions and stuff from my experience doing music, but Ah, like a contractor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, consultant. But yeah, I'm not. I would say I'm more a contractor than a consultant for this. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, some of the talent coming in and doing the work and, um, but it's kind of nice to do music like that because, Mm. um, historically, like when I try to write music, that's a very, I don't know, like exhausting process. Right. It's nice.
1: It's nice to just come into something that's.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It has, it's, Practicing. There's other people that are like working on the songs, and right, um, I can focus on a small piece of that and try to just play an instrument well, which has never been like my thing, really. Right. Um, I've been more of a holistic <laughs> kind yes. of songwriter producer, like right. You know, you like to do the full thing. I like to be a jack of all trades. Yep. For the music stuff. Um, And this is like, oh, I have to just like focus on the guitar part and really like, you know, nail that part. Um, So it's cool. I feel like I'm I'm going deeper and less broad, um, which is a nice kind of change. And it's also more like there's fewer blockers, right? I'm not like, oh, I don't know what to do for this verse or like the lyrics or whatever. Like, I'm just like, okay, I can just sit down and work on on this. Yeah, play a piece. Yep. Um,
1: so, are you just for, for this? Are you just playing one song, or are you doing a couple?
0: Uh, a lot. Yeah. Oh. Um, seven, eight, okay. something like that. Uh, we've we've practiced like five songs so yeah. far. And you're
1: practicing tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Recording in April sometime. So.
1: Yeah. We'll uh, talk about it more in April.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be cool. We're going to pretty legit studio. Um, legit from the like actual, like physical build of the place is it's meant to be, you know, it's just a recording studio, right? right. It's not like, Oh, someone's mother-in-law apartment or like, you know, <laughs> attic or basement or whatever. It's like, you no, know, this is, you someone's know, someone's spare room right. that
1: they haven't decorated. <laughs> exactly. And it's full of beer. Yeah.
0: Um. Uh, Yeah, no, this place is purpose-built to be a studio. Right. Um, They have, like, um, I don't know if they're floating floors, but there's... uh, Oh, to avoid sound? They don't have, like,
1: really hard tables? No, no, no.
0: There's actually, they poured concrete, so there's, like, the main live room, is what they call it, like, in a recording studio, a live room is, like, the room where the musicians are, right? Then there's the control room, which is where you... Have the speakers and are listening and back and stuff. Um, So they have the main live room, and they have like a drum room, I think, that is isolated, okay. like physically isolated. The floor right is a different, not foundation, but like floor. <laughs> it's so it's raised up, so um, the like none of the six inches or something, through. right? Yeah. So it doesn't vibrate through the floor into the microphones in the other room or whatever. Wow. For example, okay. Um, so it's pretty well thought out, like, yeah. acoustically and... But then you're listening to that through headphones. Right. Okay. Right. Um,
1: wow. Okay. It's pretty cool. That's
0: cool. Yeah. It's an old uh, converted church. Uh, apparently they still have, like, the organ, like, in the main room and... Um, <laughs> wow. Looks pretty cool from pictures I've seen, so... it's pretty sweet. Hopefully it'll work out. The organ
1: thing just reminded me of a board game we played... Mm. Uh, Or I played last night Mm -hmm. Called Mysterium Okay, You might really like this, this is a cooperative game But one person plays a ghost Mm -hmm. Who cannot talk For the entirety of the game And everyone else plays Psychics Trying to receive messages From the ghost (laughs) And um, Everyone has like a uh, Suspect in the ghost's Murder Okay. A location of the ghost's murder and a weapon. All right. That was used in it. So it's like a clue. Everyone has their own... But everyone has their own suspect. Okay. So the ghost is trying to convey... Wait, to the...
0: the suspects being the people in the room? The other no, people? they're different no, people. It's just... like the cook, the butler, oh, okay.
1: the um, seamstress. Yep. Um, and so like everyone has their own personal track mm-hmm. that the ghost has to like convey. <laughs> the... That's the person they should be. Like, oh, I'm getting a feeling it was the yeah. gardener.
0: Yeah, and I'm seeing some some dirt. Yeah, and some plants. Um, and then once everyone
1: has their like their full like three package, this is the suspects, this is the location, this is the murder weapon. Mm-hmm. Then the ghost picks one of those to be the actual murderer. Okay, and has to get a message across to everyone. That that's the case. Interesting. So the really cool thing about the messages is that the way he the, the way that Ghost sends these messages is by giving you a card. Mm-hmm. And these are these gorgeous, like huge cards. Um like they're much bigger than a normal sized card with this incredible artwork on. Hmm. And the artwork is all like, like really like, sci- Dix- like Dixit. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, exactly. Like this is where the idea came from. Yeah. Um, like they've taken this mechanic from Dixit. Uh huh. Um, and so you get these huge cards with this really like psychedelic sort of scene on that you would get in a dream. Yep. So the idea is the ghost is giving you these dreams, <laughs> and you have to guess, yeah, like what the dream is trying to tell you. But these, like, there's so much detail in these cards. Hmm. And so, like, I, like, for example, I got given a card that was supposed to tell me that it was a candlestick, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and what it, what we had was like this, uh, this unicycle on a wooden bridge over some water. And in the background was a stone bridge with two jousters on and um, a light beam, really bright light beam coming down from the top. Hmm. And so this was supposed to tell me, oh, it's the candlestick. <laughs> and like, I immediately get this card and I look at it and I go... Okay, there are two people jousting in this. That's kind of like, you know, guns at dawn. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's more subtle than you think. Like, I'm like, looking at this and I'm going like, it's definitely the gun. No right. doubt that this is what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, the ghost can't say anything. And so the ghost's just sitting there being like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> like,
0: the light. Yeah. Look at the light.
1: That's funny. <laughs> huh? It's called Mysterium. Amazing game. Everyone should get it.
0: Cool. Cool. I think we're uh, we're good to go. Thank you for listening. Please leave a review on iTunes and please follow us on Twitter. If you'd like to make a sponsorship, please contact us on Twitter at at Hunchpig.
1: audio. audio. Oh, wait. Yeah, it is just at Hunchpig. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we also have Hunchpig.audio.
0: Editing.
1: Are, are we ending? Edit here. Ian. 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 <laughs>